The following podcast contains spoilers and words like piss, shit, and fuck. We watch it. We watch it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watched a Thing with your boys, B Dizzle and Dave. How you doing, mate? I am good, my friend. How are you? Not too bad. What have you been up to? Bloody working. <laughs> Nothing but work. <laughs> it's yeah, getting feel- me down. <laughs> oh, buddy. Well, let's talk about something fun because we did watch something, as the label says on the tin. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, and I know that thing. you you watched this a little while ago, and you were waiting for me to watch it because you you enjoyed this movie immensely. Is my understanding of it? Is that right? Yeah. Oh God, this movie's so much fun. All right. Well, let's get into it then. We are, of course, talking about Renfield, a 2023 American comedy horror film directed and produced by Chris McKay, written by Ryan Ridley from a story by Robert Kirkman, um, who also served as a, as a producer. Uh, it's, of course, inspired by characters from the 1897 novel Dracula, and it stars Nicholas Holt, Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, Brandon Scott Jones, and Nicholas Cage. And what is it about, mate? Um, it's it's about Dracula and Renfield essentially, but um, transposed into the modern day. Yeah. Um, but in this case, obviously, uh, as the name would suggest, we are our protagonist is not Dracula or Van Helsing. Yes. Our, our protagonist is, in fact, Renfield. Yes. Um, perennially a side character in the Dracula story, <laughs> but now brought to the fore. Um. And we rather humorously follow him trying to deal with this codependent relationship he has with his employer, yeah. the Prince of yeah. Darkness. Um, and, um, yeah, all sorts of craziness um, ensues. This movie really took me by surprise. I had not seen any trailers. I knew nothing about it other than Nick Cage as Dracula, which I think that should be enough to get anyone in the door. That's the that's and, the card, yeah. And that it was it was Renfield, but I assumed that this was just going to be more of a a retelling of Dracula from Renfield's perspective. I I didn't know that this was going to be more of a modern story, uh, and yeah. in fact, a direct sequel to the 1930s Dracula. I think that callback at the start yeah. is really really cool. <laughs> that is incredible. It's um, so I, well I done. Straight out of the gate, th- this is one of the best things I've ever seen Cage in. He is so good in wow. this film. Okay, that's a big call. He is great. I think I think it's also- Let me get this out of the way. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I think this is such a shame that this movie has not done very well. It, it's, no, it's been a really complete not. box office bomb. I didn't see that coming at all. I don't know why that's the case, and I think it's so disappointing because- uh, you know, I love monster movies. I love kaiju movies. I love the old universal, you know, monsters. And I think that this would have been such a great kickoff to a good dark universe. You know, like after the yeah. failure of Tom Cruise's The Mummy, I think that yeah. this kind of style could have been a really great entry path into a new franchise there. And unfortunately, I don't see that happening, which is a bit of a shame. But- no, yeah. well, I don't know about you. I, I I knew this was coming ages ago, and and yeah. it's one of the things I've been really looking forward to. So I was on the lookout for it, but I, I've seen pretty much no marketing for it at all. I have I uh, there hasn't been a trailer for it in anything I've seen. Yeah, at the cinemas, um, I haven't seen much in the way of 
promotion of, online for it. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking, I mean, unless you actually go into a cinema to see something else and you see a poster or, or something in the foyer, yeah. yeah, I think people just possibly don't even know about it because if you'd, I mean, I, I don't think I've seen a trailer for this, but I can, I can't imagine why if you saw a trailer you wouldn't want to see it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, I hadn't seen a trailer, but just on the backing of Cage as Dracula, I thought that was a fun enough, you know, in. But I guess he's yeah. not the draw card that uh, studios might think he is, really. But I, I think it's it's really poor release timing. I can't see why this wasn't held till October, the kind of September October region. Yeah, why the, Why would anyone release something in the wake of? Guardians 3 and Fast 10. Well, I that's mean, the thing. It's unless you actively those- don't want people to see it. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's- And that is- uh, I actually heard that theory that perhaps the studios didn't think this was ever really going to do that great in cinemas. And the only reason it really got a cinema release is to give it that boost on streaming. So that once it goes to streaming, you know, people know it was a theatrical release and, you know, because they kind of tend to have a little bit of better pedigree, I guess. Hopefully, it does get a second lease of life once it hits streaming and yeah. gets enough of a buzz and, and, and appreciation that it doesn't- I mean, not that I've, I've heard anything about, a, you know, any follow-ons or, you yeah. know, intention to turn this into a new Hammer Monster universe, but yep. if that was ever on the cards, hopefully streaming gives this enough of a boost that it doesn't- it's not all dead in the water. Yeah. Well, let's start with the acting. You already mentioned mm. Cage, that you think this is your favourite Cage performance One ever. Of, so, wow. Yeah, it, I, 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 it's the perfect balance of manic scenery chewing, yeah. but just restrained enough to not be cartoonish, I think. Agreed, yeah. He's, he's I mean, obviously, this is a comedy. None of this is scary, but he's horrific enough when he needs to be, but- some of the, com- the 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 lines that he drops are laugh out loud funny. He yeah. is so so yep. funny in this, and I think I mean I think Nicholas Holt. I, I'm a huge fan of his anyway. I don't think he's ever done a bad performance, but I think he holds his own, and they have a perfect um, counterpoint. Yeah, to I agree. Cage. I think Holt is fantastic in this role. He's he's really really sharp and funny, but he plays that kind of simpering. Like really, really well. He's he's very, mm. very enjoyable to watch in this role. And you're right; he has really good chemistry with Cage in that relationship. Yeah. And I really liked Aquafina in this as well. I, I wouldn't uh, say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the world's biggest Aquafina fan, but I loved the farewell, and I thought she was great in that. And I, I I've seen actually Shang Chi really sucked this. bunch of ass, and she was one of the worst things about that film. I haven't I've, seen it. I it's really weird. I don't dislike her. I I, I find that I've. I do like her. Yeah. But I've never seen anything where I haven't thought she was miscast. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, Shang-Chi, for all of its faults, uh, um, would have been better without her, and it's not her fault. She's just acting in a completely different film than everyone else, totally. <laughs> and I think in this it's the same. It's the role that she's in, I think, needed- she, she, that character should be the straight me, or straight woman. 
yeah. to the yeah. chaos of Cage and, and Renfield. I would argue that it is. You you don't think so? But she's not. She is inherently a com- a comedian. Everything, it, it, even when she's being serious, it's sort of comedic because that's just who she is, and not in a bad way. I'm not saying it's like a bloody Melissa McCarthy or you know. I just think it doesn't really kind of work. That's interesting. I think, I, I think I didn't a different that. casting would have been better. She just seemed that, yeah, just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, right. Through no, no fault I, of her I own. I really enjoyed her performance. I thought she was great. The one criticism I have, which is something that I have seen in a lot of places, after I watched, I did listen to um, a couple of other reviews and they mentioned this as well. I do find the story a little strange. Um, and I do find that the first kind of 20 minutes, half hour of this film, I loved. I thought that, in, like I said, I didn't know what this movie was. Starting with Renfield at the support group was oh, the fight fantastic. Club <laughs> and that opening kind of premise that he's going to track down these people's monsters to free them in the way that he wishes he could be freed, I think yep. is a really interesting premise. But then that's not the movie. The first house he goes to, obviously, he gets caught up in that kind of criminal thing and then it's kind of more about the cop and it really becomes kind of an action crime thriller with kind of a little horror and comedy sprinkled in i yeah i don't love that aspect of it i i really liked aquafina but i kind of felt like that character just wasn't necessary really i i don't know i i'm really torn on no, this movie because there's so I much agree. that i really really loved about it and then there's other things that I just didn't enjoy, but I overall I still yeah. really liked it. The, yeah, the the whole Ben Schwartz and his mother. Yeah, I'm not a Ben Schwartz fan at all. I haven't liked him since I first saw him in Parks and Rec. He just he irritates the shit out of me, and I know that <laughs> that's what he's supposed to do. Like in ninety percent of the roles he plays, that's what he's there for is to be an irritating fuck. <laughs> but I it doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, and I I, I I kind of feel like if if you did need to have um, Renfield have a, a nemesis, I guess, beyond Dracula, if you did have to have him face off against someone, yeah, I kind of feel that that character should have been threatening and, and not a another comedic character. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I think it. it and yes, he is an a bit, Ben Schwartz. He's annoying. I find him annoying as well. Um, yeah. So that yeah, the whole crime family side plot I could have done without, or at the very least, have it secondary to the Renfield Dracula hundred percent story. Agree. Yeah, um, and I do think that that comes back towards the end. Like once Dracula discovers that Renfield is kind of changing on him and helping people and you get to that kind of final third where Dracula comes out like that scene where he visits him in his apartment and you get that pan down to the doormat that says oh, welcome come in so clever like like that I think the movie picks up again from that moment but I do find yeah. it really drags in the middle when you get really bogged down with the crime family stuff which I just I and and it's, it's this isn't a long movie. It's a short movie. It's ninety minutes, and it does feel that. I think the pacing is good. Oh, it's punchy. It, it I, goes along. There's at no point was I did I think it dragged. I just think yeah. the yeah the balance between I guess the yes. two 
plots uh, or, yeah, that's or a good, stories. Yeah, that's a good way to refer off. to it. The balance, yeah, definitely agreed. Yep. Um, I should give a shout out to one of the best things about this movie, which is Brandon Scott Jones as Mark, the support group leader. My God, he was funny in this. The Every, his, his comedic is timing great. is amazing. Yeah. It's it, just it's the way he, you know, <laughs> what was the line? Um, no, he won't rise to full power. And what an odd way to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> odd way to phrase it. Yeah. I Like I said, I, I really loved that that entire opening of the film, and I wished that we had had a little bit more of that. I really liked those parts of the film that were, you know, like when Renfield starts dressing in that colourful sweater and rocks up at the <laughs> at the police station with flowers. To me, that kind of stuff was the interesting side of this film, and I would have liked to have dug a little bit more into that because, yeah, the support group was great. I, I, I would love to see this as a TV series, right, where it's it's – about Renfield in the support group. And you may, you know, Dracula's kind of just, he's over the whole thing, but he's not really a central character. Like, I think that that was a yep. really interesting take. <laughs> yeah. And the, the thing that surprised me most about this, once it had started and I kind of got a sense for the tone and that it was a kind of a, a modern, you know, straight comedy, yeah. was how much Fucking blood and gore there was. Yeah, I was just going to get- Wow. I, yeah. I thought it was directed <laughs> like it's, really it's well, actually. It's all tongue in cheek, but it, yeah. it's a lot more gory than I was expecting it to be for the type of film it is. Yeah, this movie in a, in reminded a me a lot of um, Violent Night, that David Harbour Santa movie from last year. It, re- it reminded oh, yeah. me a lot of that because this is definitely- I would call it an action comedy more than anything. I actually wouldn't refer to this as a horror. It's not a horror. At no. all. It's it's an action comedy um, set kind of in a horror fantasy world, I guess. Uh, and, yeah, the I thought the action scenes were really- They were well choreographed. They were well shot. And, yeah, I thought the gore was awesome. It was so good. That opening- The first kind of action scene when Renfield is, you know, in getting the, the drug dealers and then that big- um, <laughs> what, what's his name? There's that really funny line where, well, you tell him his name is racist. Like, he, he, he you know, he oh, cuts people's tongues out with a hunting knife. I'm not going to tell him his name. Yeah. He just call himself what he wants. That was that was really funny. <laughs> but then when, when Renfield, you know, punches his face and it just flies off his head out through the warehouse door. <laughs> Like, some really great over-the-top sequences like that. And the way that he's kind of chowing down bugs like he's Popeye-eating spinach, I thought yep. that was hilarious. <laughs> like, every time he eats those bugs, he just goes into full beast mode. It was it was really well put together, I thought, those action scenes. And, yeah, the gore was the perfect amount. Like, it was oh, when, when he rips gore. those, rips the arms off the guy and then proceeds to start beating other people with them and yes. then throws them like javelins and skewers the two people yes. with their arms. Yeah. Just yeah. awesome. And then she was did I just see you cut a guy's arms off with a serving platter? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> what was the other thing? And they're climbing down the pile of bodies. <laughs> and she yeah. says, you know, when you say, um, what was the line? Um, Oh, I've seen worse. From now on, this is my worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I thought the the gore was great, and in fact, all of the makeup and special effects were really good. I I loved the kind of gory look of Dracula when he's um you know when we're kind of first introduced to him in the the abandoned oh, church yeah, yeah, wherever yeah, it is, the, and he's and he's it's, he burnt to a crisp. Yeah, it's very kind of fifties monster movie. It reminded me a lot of uh, you know the fly that kind of mm. body horror. It, it was really really cool. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the callbacks I thought were brilliant. I mean, we we mentioned the um, fantastic uh, recreation of Todd Browning's 1931, I think it is Dracula. Yeah. Where I mean, yeah, that was the m- moment where I went, oh wow, Cage is just on fire because he, he recreates Bill Lugosi so well in those flashback oh, scenes, yeah. and Nic- Nicholas Holt as well. He does that laugh; uh, it's just fantastic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the writing is uh, leaving aside the weird um, balancing act between the two side plots that we mentioned. I think the actual dialogue in this is just sparkling. It's so good. Um, I'd love to know what the original treatment from Robert Kirkman was because I have a feeling it may have been a lot more serious because. Um, uh, well, my, Ryan Ridley, I, who came in and did the screenplay, is out of the Dan Harmon school. He's done a whole bunch of work with things like Community and Rick and oh, Morty. That makes sense. And I'm assuming that's where that comedy bent well, comes from. So I'm assuming I'm, that I'm the Kirkman so sure. thing would be I quite ass- dry. I assumed that Kirkman's was the funny story because the reason I brought up, you know, Tom Cruise's The Mummy is that this was originally supposed to be part of that franchise. So this was in development as far back as 2017, and then they kind of shelved it. Really? Um, I yes, did not and know then that. and then when Kirkman came in with a pitch, I thought that that was when it revived it. So I assumed that he was the one who came in with the idea to make it what it is now. But I mean, um, I'm sure the modernization uh, and the setting and all of that yeah. was from him. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, you've got to think that the funnier dialogue elements have come from Ryan Ridley because yeah. no, nothing in Walking Dead <laughs> would make me expect some of the, you know, the comedy lines that are in this. No, no. Yeah, even even the original comics, it's not- There's not a lot of fun in those. <laughs> no, no, Negan's not popping off one-liners. <laughs> yeah. uh, what did you think of the direction? Because uh, Chris McKay's not- done a great deal and what he has done has been a little bit hit and miss i think lego batman's a great film but the tomorrow war was a bit of a pile of garbage no um, I, I have a i have a big soft spot for lego batman because um i worked at the studio that was making it at the time and i got to do just a little bit on it which was which was fun um I think that the direction's really, really strong. I, I really mm. like it. I think, honestly, the only part that's holding this film back for me is that balancing act of the plots and yeah. Ben Schwartz. I think with a slightly adjusted narrative, because I agree with you, I think the screenplay in terms of the dialogue is really good. I think if if that narrative was tweaked around a little bit, this would be- a winner of a film for me because I think the direction's fantastic. The action sequences are great. The more quiet dramatic sequences are great. I love the visual look of this film. I've seen a lot of people have some complaints about the look. I think the what lighting, the-, the lighting in particular, because you know it's a very colourful film. Really, yeah. Um, there's a lot of green lighting 
I think it works tremendously well. I really like the visual look of this film. I think the, the color yeah, yeah, I, gorgeous. I, the, the, the green um, tinge that you get through some of the scenes, and from memory, it's it's mainly the scenes with Dracula. It is, yes. Really, yep. it works for me. That, that's it's a call back to that 1930s and, and even the 1950s Hammer Horror stuff where you did have this sort of green wash over. You, you go back and watch Frankenstein. It's Oh, yeah. The whole thing is green, and it's, so it's it's obviously a deliberate choice, and it works for me. I, I agree. I not only does it work, I I loved it personally. I thought the look of the film was beautiful, really, really nice. Holt, I'll tell you what, Holt's doing some great choices of roles lately. He really is. I rewatched the menu, the menu just the other day, which, as we know, was in my top five last year. Oh yeah. I, on rewatch, I really appreciated his performance even more. Like, at the time I watched it, I thought he was good. But re-watching it, he was really, really, really good. <laughs> he's, well, he's a, he's, he's a very generous performer. Mm. He's um, both in that and in this and in um, a lot of other stuff I've seen. Um, he's, I mean, in the menu, he is the kind of the third lead, but he at no point sort of tries to upstage either yeah. and you're all right or Ray finds that they're, they're the kind of the, he, he's sort of quietly in the background, just doing really, really good work. And and yeah. same in this, he's, yeah, true. He's not showy. You know, he lets cage do the, all the flashy stuff, but he's, he's just really, really good. Very believable. And it's two, two for two now in horror themed, but not horror films. Because um, I don't know, if yeah. he he was warm bodies, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yes, that's right. I forgot Which about that movie. Again, I remember not a horror. It's it's a it's it's if any if anything, it's kind of a rom com. Yeah, but it's yeah. Set, yeah. it's in a horror setting. Now we've yeah. got an action comedy in a horror setting. Yeah, um, nice work, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. to watch Warm Bodies. Actually, that was a really good film. Yeah, same. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, my big takeaway from this film is that I just hope that- I mean, it's it's a real shame that this is doing as poorly as it has at the box office. And I really hope that when it goes to streaming, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm guessing maybe Peacock, given this is universal. I just- Yeah, I just hope be on that the it, clock. I just hope that it does really well, because this movie is actually really, really good. Like, I was expecting to have fun with this movie, but it was- Better than I expected. Yeah, and it, I mean, I've, I mean, it, it might be a bit gory for some people's kids, but my kids fucking loved it. Oh, you watched it with the kids? Uh, not the first time, um, yeah. but as soon as I saw it, I went. There's no reason they can't watch this. It's yeah, yeah. It's, and I know your it's, kids are it's starting cartoonish to get into horror board, and stuff. So, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Leah, Leah would have thought this was. A kids' film, um, but it's it, the gore is cartoonish. It's it's over the top, Absolute, but it's not bloody Evil absolutely. Dead Rise. It's it's no. it's they they were laughing at almost oh, everything. It, it is funny gore. Like I don't know, maybe it's just people like you and me who like gore. But this is this is absolutely gleeful in its gore. Like oh, this is this is when, just when he's when he's fighting the giant Leatherface, whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, and says, ah, you're out of knives, and then just gets gutted. Yeah. And he's trying to hold his intestines in, going, oh, yeah. damn. Um, I was <laughs> laughing out loud. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Hysterically <laughs> funny. 
Anything else to say about it other than the fact it's really fucking good and people should see it? Yeah, that's that's pretty much the long <laughs> that's and short the takeaway. of it, I think. Well, all Everyone in all, should how, see Renfield. How are you scoring Renfield? Um, I think I gave it a four on Letterboxd, so that's an eight. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. I think I'm also an eight. I think that this could have been a nine if that narrative was tweaked around. I'm maybe if like a was soft eight. hundred like percent less Ben Schwartz seven. and about 80% less Aldafina, yeah. it'd be a nine, nine and a half. <laughs> yeah. I'm maybe like a soft eight, like a high seven. Um but definitely, definitely an enjoyable watch. And if they made a sequel to this, if they made more of the Universal Monster universe, like the Dark Universe in this style, in this world, 100% I'd go out and watch them. I thought this was really, oh. really good. Give me a Renfield 2 where all of those concrete ice cubes that they've- <laughs> when they blended up Dracula and- yeah. Threw him down the the, the drip. Get, have those Thor out slowly coalesce and give us a Renfield too. I'll be there for yeah. that. Yeah. D- d- okay. Based on your viewing so far, here we are nearly halfway through the year. Last day of May today, Jesus five Christ, months in. I know. It's scary. Do you think that this currently has a chance in your top five of the year, top 10 of the year? Not top five, probably. Um, could be top 10. Just yeah. mentally going through what we've had. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it'd be definitely in the top 10 at this point in time, I think. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, what do we what get to you? next week? Oh, I reckon it would be in my top 10 at this stage, certainly. I don't know if it will hold that through the end of the year, but I think certainly There's, a, there's so some far. big guns coming, but yeah. um, some of the things that I thought would be yeah. high ha- have disappointed a bit. And a couple of things like- Guardians 3 were better than I thought they'd be. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, all my predictions are out the window at this point in time. Speaking of big guns coming, though, I reckon next week is my prediction for a film that will make our top 10 of the oh, year. I'll be very disappointed if it doesn't. Because we're getting to Spider-Verse, baby. <laughs> Here we are. I am super, super keen for it. Um, Talk you about I expectations riding We high, haven't actually though, spoken about the first one, you and I, but I'm just assuming that you'd love it as much as the rest of the world. Oh, was. it's it's it was incredible. It's, it, it's really, one of the yeah. best animated films of all time. It's probably the best Spider-Man film of all time. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's very big shoes to fill, though. Um, yes. I'm, I'm kind of nervous that this is, can it live up to that? How many years? How long has it been since the first one? It's been about years? five years, wasn't it? Like twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. Well, that feels because I I know it took them at least five years to make the first one, which is why I was sort of nervous. I thought it hadn't been because as long. It's very painstaking. The, the like the animation styles because they've got more than one in there. I'm just um, checking if I'm wrong. Uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. All right. So they they, they have had. A good amount of time to so hopefully yeah, it's been it a good five good years. It doesn't feel like it. The last five years has gone no. so goddamn fast. <laughs> yeah, stupid viruses. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's that's exciting. In fact, we've got a really big couple of months coming up. June and July are stacked to the brim. Yeah, Indiana Jones four, <laughs> which apparently is even Sucks. worse than yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that. I mean, we obviously have to see it, but it's not going to be good and it's going to depress me. Yeah. Um, probably depress you less, given that you've only ever seen one Indiana Jones film. 
True. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing, and we'll catch you next week. Please go watch Renfield. Do it. Hope it makes some money.